Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, it's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Crossroads wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across Sheffield from the 31st of May to the 2nd of June. So other podcasters that you'll be able to see include Katie Price, Catherine Ryan, Ramesh Ranganathan and the original Adam Buxton. But there's also a whole host of free fringe events, family shows, surprise acts and after parties that Jane and I haven't yet been invited to. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information. And as the Times article on this explains and outlines, these meetings are essentially to kind of repair ties between the nations. Uh, and Xi actually said to Anthony Blinken, uh, China respects US interests and will not challenge or replace the US, but that he expects the same in return. Yeah, um, it's clear there are still difficulties. Wang Yi, who used to be uh, China's foreign minister, but is now the ruling party's top diplomat, was clear on the issue of Taiwan, a sticking point with both countries, uh, China would bring it back into the fold, saying on this issue, there's no room for compromise or stepping back. Mm, indeed. Uh, Professor Scott Lucas is a US foreign policy specialist, and he has been speaking to Times Radio uh, today and said that there had been signs over Ukraine, for example, that US and China don't want all-out conflict between their two countries. In February... The Americans were warning through Anthony Blinken to the Chinese leadership face to face, look, no military assistance to the Russians. But this was at a time when Russian intelligence services were actually saying, yes, we expect significant deliveries from the, the Chinese in the near future. That military aid never arrived. The Chinese backed off and instead they took a middle position in the conflict. And that, I think, means that the Chinese are portraying themselves more as a broker of the conflict. They have their own peace proposal, which is out there. Uh, and the Americans are going to be happy with that. And importantly, another key player in this, the Europeans, are also going to be happy with that. And what you're going to see this week is the Chinese are going to have another high profile visit, this time by their premier to France and Germany, continuing that emphasis on getting European economic investment in China. Now, if that succeeds, 
It means China moves further away from Russia, does not try to provoke a crisis over Taiwan, and instead you get a coexistence between the Chinese, the Americans, and the Europeans. It's a question many people are asking. What difference would more progressive drug policies make to our countries and cities? Well, there's a Times dispatch from Oakland where that's happened. Yeah. And it's not looking too pretty. No, it's not. Um, the result is that violent crime has soared. Uh, in the last year, rapes have increased by 25% and motor vehicle theft by 26%. The Times West Coast correspondent Kieran Southern has written a piece about this. Oakland, it's a beautiful city. It's right near San Francisco, unlike all those cities in the Bay. It's got these these beautiful views. But as soon as you go to certain parts of town, there's broken down camper vans lying in the streets, people living in, in these squalid conditions, tents, just filth. I was taken on a tour of one of the more notorious neighbourhoods by a former mayoral candidate and an activist. He had a Smith & Wesson revolver on his hip at all times. He said, it's just so dangerous. He told me that, you know, it'd be foolish for me to get out of the car. Took me to a place called Fentanyl Island, a strip of wasteland with burned out cars and trucks in and fentanyl users and addicts are actually living among the the wreckages of these burned out cars and trucks. And that's a brilliant article from Kieran. You can read more about this. Uh, Take out a digital subscription and have a look online. the Middle East and Israel using attack helicopters to fire missiles into the West Bank. As you can hear, that's the first time that's happened in some 20 years. Now, the Israelis say it was to get their soldiers out following running gun battles between them and the Palestinians on the ground. Now, Israel has increased raids in the West Bank, uh, responding to Palestinian street attacks. Three people have been killed, uh, 29 have been injured. Now, the Times' Anshul Pfeffer says the use of these attack helicopters signals rising tensions in the area. Um, Look, the Israelis regularly carry out raids Mm. on the West Bank, but usually at night. This one, though, which happened in broad daylight, Anshul says points to what he calls an emboldened government. The Times today brings us a debate that uh, I don't think we ever thought we'd have. Um, Harry and Meghan, grifters or geniuses? Yeah, um, in case you'd sworn off the news, a bit of a recap. Uh, Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, uh, were unceremoniously, I think it's fair to say, dropped by Spotify. Mm. They had a $20 million deal, but they hadn't really produced enough content. Uh, There was a statement on Friday saying it was a mutual, amicable parting. But then the next day, one of the senior execs at Spotify let rip properly... Uh, calling them grifters. But they have, in the Times' Kevin Mayer, an unlikely champion. Um, He has written an article uh, calling them geniuses, not grifters, because he's worked out that they are paid a million pounds an hour 
That's incredible. I mean, Kevin has been really thinking about this. So he broke down their Netflix rate. Uh, remember, they got something like eighty-one million pounds mm. for a series of docs. Uh, I guess that's around a hundred million dollars. For that, they produced seven half-hour programs, which Kevin worked out as. A, I'm just reading this makes me um, yeah, hundred and forty-two thousand pounds or one hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars per minute. I'm on floor 11, the heartbeat of the times, with Gemma Fox from the Foreign Desk. And Gemma, what can we expect on the app on the website over the next sort of 12 hours or so? One of the main pieces is the trial of Alexei Navalny, Putin's biggest critic, as our readers will know, who has gone on trial for extremism charges that could see his sentence extended by up to 30 years. These are the first overtly political charges. Um, We saw him via video link today. He looked very gaunt, actually, and obviously denied what he called the absurd allegations. And in a sign of how expensive and difficult the rental market is in New York, we have a story about how two flats listed in Brooklyn for at least $4,500 a month, but they have a very strong stipulation that you cannot cook meat or fish inside because the landlord is vegan. I don't know if any one of us would be interested in paying such a lot of money for something like that. The eternal question, Sonal. What do women want? A cup of coffee followed by a margarita chaser. (laughs) Uh, We are talking romance novels. um, And what do women want in the hero in these novels? Uh, Apparently, Tall, Dark and Handsome is out, man. That's so 2019. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Apparently, Cinnamon Buns and Golden Retriever Guys uh, are in. What are they? Yeah, uh, not wishing to objectify men, of course. Uh, But when it comes to these novels, there's no room for subtlety. So Cinnamon Bun Men, it's really hard to say, (laughs) are sweet, supportive, they're kind. And Golden Retrievers, like the dogs, I guess, lots of floppy, bring you full-on breakfast in bed energy um which one are you alex (laughs) some pathetic mix of them all (laughs) that's it for today remember you can follow uh, the final day of what is set to be an incredible first test of the ashes series uh, between england and australia on the Times app. Uh, As we record this, it looks like it could really go down to the wire. Uh, The series already living up to its billing and the Times app is the place to follow it all. Sure is. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow.